Live streaming po ng In Between on Facebook Live and on our YouTube channel. Ngayon po ay March 10, 2021, episode 11 na ng In Between. We call this In Between because it's in our weekly Saturday talk show called Tech Sabado. Yung po ang Tech Sabado. We also call it In Between because our special guest every Wednesday will be In Between. Me, your host, Jing Garcia, the managing editor of TechSabado.com. And of course, the executive editor of NewsBytes.ph. Walang iba ko hindi siya, Tony. Sabihin Kalimag. Kalimag, yan sa amin. Kalimag. Kalimag. Mabilis. Kalimag. Doon sa amin. Uh-huh. Oh, yun. Kung nahuli ka doon, ha? Na... Wala naman. TechSabado. TechSabado. Kaya tayo masanay-sanay. Pero still, yes, pag Wednesday, in between tayo. <laughs> oh, Jing, ano muna natin? Oh. Uh, bi- ano muna tayo? Uh, may namatay tayong ka, oh, ano, yes. comrade, uh, fallen comrade sa, ano, uh, sa, sa IT. Uh, matagal siyang wala sa IT journalism, mm-hmm. pero... Pero on early days natin, kasama natin. Uh, kasama natin yan si Bronx Sebrona ng business world. Ngayon, eh, tapos umuwi siya ng, ano, ng uh, Jensen. Tapos doon na lang siya nag, ano, naging uh, businessman. Tapos naging ano siya, naging uh, leader siya ng ano, ng uh, mga business groups doon mm-hmm. sa Jensen. So, ayun. So, Naganda rin natin siya hindi nakita sa Manila pero nakipag-communicate siya sa atin. Correct. So, uh, yun. So, naalala natin si Bronx uh, kasama natin nag, ano yan, uh, nag, sa IT industry. So, hope sanay sumalangit nawa ang kanyang uh, kaluluwa. No? Rest in peace, uh, Bronx. Rest in ano, Comrade Bronx. Lungkot okay. kasi a few weeks lang to after nung ano, no? Isapin ka sa Mahande na si Melba. Si Melba. Oh. Ayun. So, anyway, life goes on. Yeah, na nga. Life goes on. Tama nga dyan, of course. Okay, so ang, ang ano natin ngayon ang uh, uh, guest natin ngayon uh, of course uh, is still a uh, women's international women's month so babae pa rin ang ating mm-hmm. ano mga ating ano no programa ng mga ang ating mga guests um siya ay ano uh, base din sa probinsya sa specifically sa Bacolod City the city of smiles yan at si uh, city ng Inasal, Bang Inasal. <laughs> o oh, Janggal, di ba? Oo, masarap pagkain. Masarap pagkain dyan. Ayan. Okay, huwag na tayong nagdating patagalin. Yes, po ang, to, it's about them, not us. Oo. Founder, siya po ang founder ng, ano, ng uh, um, NICP, National ICT Confederation of, of the Philippines. Um, naging Eisenhower fellow po siya sa ano ito yung parang sa US State Department. Nag-iikot siya sa ano sa sa US. Tapos um she's also a lawyer, a law professor, a former uh, consular. Ayun. So ayan, uh, tatrin siyang reporter tulad natin, G, pero sa TV siya, sa TV. Oh. So walang iba ang ating guest, si, walang iba ako di si Attorney Giselle Bata pa, sige. Good evening, attorney. Good evening, Jing. Magandang gabi sa inyo, attorney Melvin. Good evening to mm. all your viewers. 
Oh. Happy Women's Month. Yes. Happy yes. Women's Month. Oh. At uh, sabihin lang natin, no? Na, ano, na, yes, na hindi bago si Attorney Giselle sa ating programa. Oo, naka-anon siya. Naka, pangalawa naman ito, pangatlong ano nga na. Oo, nakailang uh, best na rin siya naging guest. Pangalawa. Sa, ano, tayo. Pangalawa, ah, okay. So, Attorney, saan ka ngayon? Where are you now located? Well, I'm still I'm still here in my home base, Bacolod City, the city of smiles, the mm-hmm. city of chicken in a sal and mascara <laughs> festival. Oh, mascara pa pala. Mascara, yes. The heart and capital of the province of Negros Occidental. Since the closure, uh, magwa one year or sobra na tayo ng one year, March 7 yung declaration ng state of uh, national health emergency. So, mag-iisang taon na tayo na hindi nakakaalis ng Bacolod City. Mm. Eh, alam mo, ano, Jing, ano rin to, jet setter din to si attorney dahil kinukuha ang ano to eh, resource person lagi doon sa mga ICT Council all yes. over the Philippines. Yep. Uh, yun. Kaya nga, ano yan, sabi nga ni Jo Marie Mercado, ang ating kaibigan si Jo Marie, nanonood. Oh, happy birthday, Jo Marie, ha? Birthday niya a uh, few days ago. Sabi niya, Towns Award din yung pala yan. Si... Attorney Giselle. Oh. Ying, oh. You were awarded uh, as uh, as uh, awardee for uh, ano, in the field ICT, of, no? Ano, yeah, in the field of information and communications technology sa the outstanding women in the nation service or towns. Actually, dalawa na kami yung awardee sa towns in the field of ICT. Yung isa, Uh, magaling din na babae mas nauna pa sa akin si Myla Villanueva. Ah, si Myla oh, okay. ng ano na oh. MDI. MDI. And, uh, yes. Oh. yes. Oh. At saka ano, ano yun yung MicroD, di ba Jing? Yes. Oo. Tama yung distributor. Yes. Oo. Yes, yes. Oh. Hello, hello pala kay Jo Maria, uh, belated uh, happy birthday. Yes, oh, birthday niya ni Joms. Oo. Oh. Uh, attorney, okay, because this this is in between, and this is not tech Sabado. We profiled the ano no the ICT personalities in the Philippines, and uh, dahil uh, sa tingin namin eh, you've contributed so much to the ICT industry in the Philippines. Uh, that's why we and we're very happy that you ano no you granted our request to ano for uh, to guest in our show. Pero let's backtrack a bit mo. Saan paano ka ba nagsimula? Um, uh, let's start from the very dun, nung nag-aaral ka pa. What did you take up in college and then ano yung naging career mo? Yeah, the biggest influence in my life is really my father kasi mm-hmm. he really wants me to be a lawyer. Uh, he always felt and even my grandparents felt na pag babae ka oh. kailangan medyo may ano ka may lakas meron ka talagang mm. credentials so mm. uh, they I, i wanted to be an architect may din kasi ako magdrawing creative din ako pero sabi ng father ko uh, madaldal ka kasi kaya mag <laughs> magano ka maglawyer ka because he also wanted to be a lawyer but he got married early so oh. yun i took up political science in the University of Negros Occidental Recoletos here in Bacolod it's a recollect school and they're, they're all over the Philippines so that's their uh, 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 school here in Bacolod so 
I took a political science. Hindi na nga nauuso ngayon yung political science kasi tayo para naman lahat political scientist na eh. So, <laughs> but, 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 ano, social media. Oo, but during that time, during that time, uh, ano yun eh, sikat na kurso yun. Mm. No, no, kasi no, no. If, you want, if you want to become a lawyer, parang, parang yun yung prilo na dapat. Oh, and, cool. yeah, so, and then, uh, After that, uh, the University of St. Lasalle Bacolod opened its uh, law school. We are the first uh, Lasalle Law School in the Philippines. Mm. So, it was in 1993. Nakita ko yung first batch kayo? Said, first batch kami. Oh. Oh, first batch ako ng College of Law ng University of St. Lasalle. But when I was in, in my college years, Uh, I was only a sophomore student, meaning second year level lang ako, but I already uh, ran as president of the whole university student government. So, siguro I could claim to be one of the youngest uh, SG presidents uh, ever kasi usually third year ka or fourth year ka nag yes. ng SG Yes, correct, correct. Oh, pag senior year oh, ka na. Oh. Oh, oh. So, at the time, I was only second year. And yung mga senators ko, mga third year tsaka fourth year, engineering students, yung mga fifth year. So that was my uh, starting point. But even in high school, I would already take on a lot of uh, class positions, even in elementary and high school. So I always wanted to lead uh, my classmates, no? even in school. So when when the University of St. Lasalle College of Law opened in 1993, I took the opportunity to become part of the first batch. And awan ng Diyos, no? I also made it uh, first take sa bar. We are the pioneer uh, lawyers of the University of St. Lasalle. And then after that, um, well, I had opportunity to uh, be offered jobs in Manila, but I opted to stay here in Negros Occidental. Mm. So my my Why? first job Obira lang yung ganun eh, no? Yeah, because I have siblings pa. Ako yung eldest. Oh. Um I I lost we lost our mother when I was just nine years old. Tapos yung youngest namin is only six days kasi due to childbirth yung pagkamatay ng mother ko. So when I graduated from from law school and uh, when I became a lawyer, my next uh, sibling is just uh, finishing his engineering co- her engineering course. Tapos marami pa akong mga kapatid. So, I do not want to leave my father alone with uh, five, uh, four children. No? So, I stayed here. Um, good thing, uh, I was given a chance to be part of the in-house uh, group of lawyers of one of the biggest, if not the biggest, Uh, sugar mills in the Philippines. Oh, which Victoria's is, Milling ba? Yeah, Victoria's yes, Milling Company. Ami oh. Sardines. Ang Victoria favorite. Oh, oh Sardines. Tsaka, <laughs> tsaka Asukal. No? So, uh, I think I I chose uh, uh, wisely because uh, since I am a lower middle, I belong to a lower middle class family, hindi naman ako yung tipong may mga tatay na abogado, may mga lolo na abogado, no maraming libro nang hihiram mm. lang na ako when I was in law school. So when I joined the Victoria's Milling Company, ang saya kasi alam mo yon ang ang lawak ng library. Tapos binigyan ako ng company car. Hindi naman bago, luma naman. Kaya lang mm. syempre at least may car ka, bagong lawyer ka. Yes, ka. yes. 
binigyan din ako ng ng bahay, ng company wow. house. Wow. Oh my God. Doon, doon mismo sa Victoria's Milling Company, yung kulang na nga lang, asawa eh. At that time, <laughs> no? <laughs> kasi, Lahat kasi binigyan may bahay, kotse. Tsaka yung ano ko, yung, yung alam mo yon yung secretary mo, mga apat, lima, and they were wow. all really veteran secretaries of lawyers who have already served mm. BMC. Alam mga paralegal na so, siguro, ano? Oo. So, while I was doing that, I was also given this very distinct opportunity by one of my professors in law school to substitute him sa isang klase niya sa University of St. Lasalle din sa College of Law namin. And na-observe niya na parang engage na engage yung mga estudyante uh, in the way I handled the class. And that was in 1998. And then from then on, I was given a professorial seat at the College of Law University of St. Lasalle. So to this day, I teach legal research and I also teach legal ethics, yung pinakamahirap na subject. Hindi siya mahirap na subject, pero mahirap sa nagtuturo kasi legal ethics nga eh. Nakakaya naman to ikaw mismo, hindi ethical, di ba? So... Yun siya. While I was while I was working in BMC, which is one hour and a half away from Bacolod, every day I would drive back to Bacolod to teach. So every day yon. So kuminsa na antok na ako. So one time in 1999, I met a car accident. Oh. 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 So in 1999, I met a car accident. I I came from Iloilo. Actually, to be exact, I came from Antique. And then at 3 a.m. I traveled back to Iloilo, and then I rode the I rode the boat back to Bacolod at around 6 a.m. And then I arrived in Bacolod around 7 a.m. or 7 in the morning, and I was immediately asked to report to BMC. So I drove from Bacolod to BMC. So ironically, there was a pile of sugar cane on the road. Biglang bumuhos yung isang truck ng sugarcane, common mm. site dito yan eh, di ba sa mga mm. highways namin, mm. sa Negros, common site yung sugarcane, mga tubo. So yun, oh. nagtumbling, nagtumbling yung sasakyan ko doon. Wow. So, oh my goodness. Na, oh. 1999, naputol yung aking uh, right arm, bow, oh. oo, oh. oo, into, talagang fully, totally severed yung bow. Wow. Oh my, oh my. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tsaka yung ano ko, yung head ko, bang on a pavement wall. Yung sabi nga nila, matigas talaga yung ulo mo. Kasi yung, 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 pader, yung pader ang nag-crash. Nasira. Ako <laughs> noon? Oh, oh my God. Yung, yung pader ang nasira. Ako naman, duguan yung mukha ko. So, uh, yung masakit na experience ko was, um, I, try, I, I was asked to endure three days of Uh, very painful fractured bone kasi hindi pa ako ma- maka-undergo ng surgery because they were actually oh. observing my head. Kasi may mga head injuries ako. Oo. So, so napakahirap kasi sobrang sakit kasi yung, yung right arm ko ano na, chaos na. Nag- naghalo na yung buto tsaka dugo tsaka lahat. Kasi, kasi broken siya. So Sigaw ng sigaw na ako sa room. Kaya lang sabi ng doktor, we have to wait until your head x-ray comes out. 
kasi mas mas importante yung u- ulo mo kesa kamay mo. Oo. So, <laughs> awa ng Diyos, after three days, sabi ng neurologist, parang parang wala namang problema. no Sabi ng mga kaibigan ko, baka gumaling ka. <laughs> Pajoke nila ganun. <laughs> Kasi nauntog daw yung ulo ko sa pader. Talaga makainan. Anyway, so that's it. That's when I decided to probably give up my work sa VMC. Even when I was a young and new lawyer, having my own car, having my own company house. But as between being a company lawyer and also a teacher, I chose to to stay on as a teacher in Lasal instead of ano instead of traveling in every day. Uh oh. And then in 2001, I was invited to join a political party. They they told me that probably I wait. Ato din to... Giselle, what happened to your arm? To your brother? Oh, parang wala naman yung hindi ano ano yung <laughs> The way you, yeah, the way you move your right arm, parang hindi siya affected. So after three days, a very good uh, surgeon, his name is Dr. Anthony Ko, uh, a doctor Ko. So what he did was, he placed a steel pin sa buto ko. Bali, I was uh, uh, operated here in my right arm. I have eight stitches here. Tapos nilag- in-insert yung uh, parang steel hanggang oh. sa siko, hanggang sa elbow ko. Yes, so I yes. had to I had to carry that steel pin for one year. Okay. Uh, uh, inalis so parang din. inalis din after one year kasi yung buto naturally healed na siya. Uh, parang nararamdaman ko ah. Ako rin eh. <laughs> parang at sakit. Pag umuulan, medyo ano alam mo yon, yung parang feeling na parang uh, uh, ewan ko ko anong uh, tawag. Sa amin sa Ilonggo tawag noon nilo. Pero ngayon, okay na. Back to normal na, Tony. Well, I have to say that I cannot raise it fully up. Kasi mm. hindi siya masakit kung i-raise ko siya. Halimbawa, itong left arm ko, I can raise it ganon. Pero yeah. ito, medyo hanggang saan lang siya. Ah, okay. uh, hindi naman siya masyadong obvious, diba? So, Oh nga, hindi pero yeah, syempre dahil nagbago na kasi yung structure kaya yung actually mga sugat iba na yung length kaya hindi na masyadong well, na stretch. Well, the moral of the story is you have to follow doctor's advice kasi sabi ng doctor sa akin, you have to do physical therapy after mm-hmm. the operation. Of course, yes. Ako ako naman, hindi ako nag physical therapy, nag-drive ako ulit. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> Alam mo bakit nag-drive ako ulit? This is always a story I share. Okay. It's to remove because, the trauma. Uh, because I never felt traumatized. Kasi siguro naunahan ako ng takot before my car spun in the middle of the road because ma, ano pa eh, basa pa yung sugar eh. Tinapakan ko siya. Nag-break yung car ko. So before I spun and banged the wall, I lost consciousness. But before I lost consciousness, I I tell you, this is my testimony, nag-white yung paningin ko, nakita ko white, tapos I heard children's voices, nagtatawanan sila. Mm, okay. Wow. So, a lot, uh, some of my friends are saying, maybe your angels are there, carrying yeah. you. Yeah, sabi, yeah. Baka, baka sabi nila, ali kayo, tulungan nyo ako, mabigat si ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> So, I, so, so I love I love the the last scene of that near death experience in 1999 because it was very peaceful. 
white tapos mga bata nagtatawanan sila i did not also hear a bang or a crash mm. yung car ko is total wreck walang naiwan na glass oh, wow. oh my goodness mm-hmm. wow This second life for you attorney yeah yeah second life for Barbara me experience. madami madami din namang mga ibang instances no pero i thank the lord na yon na save ako yeah. in 1999 oh. so in fact the the um, The tricycle driver who saw the scene came to the rescue and according to him, ako pa daw yung nagsabi sa kanya kung saan ako nakatira. Because I just mm. left my house at that time. So maybe sabi nga ng iba, it could be adrenaline rush. Pero I don't remember talking to anyone kasi nawala na nga ako ng malay. Oh, malay. Yes. So okay. all, parang mm. part of miracle siguro. Mm. So then... Tony, mm. who... Ano, uh, after that you entered politics, right? I entered I entered politics in 2001. Uh and uh unfortunately, I I ran as city councilor Bacolod. Unfortunately, I was number 18 instead uh, yung yung 12 lang yung kinukuha. Mm. But I mm. but I considered it as an opportunity for me to go around the city and realize na akala ko mahirap na ako meron pa palang way way below mm. na talagang makikita mo na maawa ka na talaga sa kanila and that is how I really appreciated people doon ko attorney Melvin Jing na realize na yung tao pala yung values niya hindi pala sa economic status niya kasi marami din ako nakikita ng mga mahihirap na talagang may may maputing mga ugali maganda yung mga values nila Yeah. So when I lost in 2001, instead of being frustrated, I ran again in 2004. And in 2004, I did not anymore join a party. I ran as ako lang, as independent, independent. candidate. Oh. Oh. So I I won and I became number four from oh, number wow. eight. Oh, oh. Right. from number from, from number four. 18 to four. Oh, yes. oh. Oh, okay. Oh. What an achievement. Oh. And then, uh, and then uh, I ran for a second term. So, so yun ang 2004 na yon, uh, Attorney Melvin Jing. Yun na yung start ng uh, mission ko for information and communications technology. Mm, okay. Mm-mm. How Because, did that start? Yeah, because when I I won as number four councilor, although I felt like I was really backed by the people of Bacolod but I did not have a political party so I was not able to really get the committees that I wanted so yung gusto ko sana women of course kasi yun yung advocacy ko and then I love to have gotten the committee on education and environment because as a reporter uh, while I was taking up law I was actually I came from GMA then I moved to local ABS-CBN here. I was also a, a writer for local newspapers here. Oo. So, um, yun yung gusto ko sa ng committee, education, taka environment. Pero, wala eh. Napag-usapan na ng majority yeah, parties uh, sa council ko ano yung gusto nila. So, yung naiwan na lang sa akin, kasi babae ako, syempre, napunta sa akin yung women. Tapos, yung naiwan na lang na committee, na last committee, na walang may gusto, communications. So, yun ang communications. So, ako, ako naman, kasi mahilig talaga akong sumunod sa mga procedures and protocols. I read the internal rules of the Sangguniyan Panlunsod. And I checked kung ano yung trabaho ng committee on communications. 
and energy kasama yung energy so feeling ko nga para akong si Volta eh di ba yung si AI na communications taka energy so yun siya i read the internal procedures or internal rules and nakita ko i will take care of postal post offices mga telegrama alam mo yun kasi matagal mm. na rin yung internal procedure ng ng Bacolod being an old city uh, so sabi ko ito pa ba yung communications na masasabi natin yung mga post office so iyon hindi ko masyadong uh, pinagtuunan ng pansin for a month nagtutok ako sa committee on women but you know what happened attorney Melvin and this will you will be familiar with this parang all of a sudden after one or two months while I was sitting as committee chair and communications Ah, uh, merong merong taong pumunta sa Bacolod at nag-seminar uh, through the University of St. Lasal as well. And in-invite ako kasi yun na nga ako yung chairman ng Committee on Communications. Alam mo kung sino? Si David Lichu. Oh, si David, okay. Oh, Proper, properties. Oh, si David, oh. Yeah, si David Lichu at ngayon is also still a board of director ng IDPAC, di ba? So, I was sitting in one of our local hotels here and you know naman how david speaks no he speaks really good english pero medyo nakakaantok alam mo yon so i was <laughs> <Okay>. just sitting <laughs> i was just sitting there and i was just listening to him saying ito i bpo it so it wasn't really very attractively sounding to me but when he said this industry or this sector or this program that I am encouraging you now to do will create or generate thousands of jobs for your city. Doon na talaga ako nagising. Parang, oh, teka, teka, teka. Gusto ko yan. Jobs. Gusto ko yan. Alam mo kung bakit gusto ko ng jobs? Kasi na culture shock ako when I became counselor on my first week, a lot of people were asking for jobs. Oh, kinampanya ka namin. We we campaign for you. We are your campaign right. leaders. Mm. Saan na yung trabaho? Sabi ko, right. saan kaya ako kukuha ng trabaho for you? Kasi I only have, I can only hire three staff which is paid by the city under a counselor. So, yun, sabi ko, sana makakreate ako ng jobs. And that that was when I realized na, you know, people will really uh, find a decent and quality life when they have jobs. So, doon, I started to learn about information and communications technology. Mm. I started to reach out to the then uh, Commission on Information and Communications Technology. Uh, I would always read newspapers and I would always see the Philippines cyber corridor cities. And si President Gloria Macapagal Arroyo before, she would always say in her speeches na meron daw third geographic uh, region in the Philippines, Luzon, Visayas, Mindanao, tsaka cyber corridor region composed of cities, imaginary cluster ng mga ITBPO locations. And I always felt confused, bakit walang Bacolod? Bakit Iloilo, Cebu, uh, kahit Davao nandun? And then that was when I realized that Bacolod is really not a large-sized city. It's just a mid-sized city. Tsaka normally, when you talk of Western Visayas, the regional capital is really Iloilo. Iloilo. Kasi mm, okay. talaga, yun talaga ang regional center ng Western Visayas. So what I did was, I tried to research 
kung sino yung mga tao sa Commission on ICT. So, yun, that was under the office of the president at that time. At that time And yeah. I was so happy, I was so happy to know na isa palang ilonggo din yung part ng CICT, si Don Dimapa. Oh, okay, yun, yeah. Yung oh, familiar, oo. Oh, yeah. Oo, so at that time, uh, Sir Mon Ibrahim was already mm. there, Director yeah, Ernie Delphine, uh, a good friend, was already there. So I really insisted as Councilor Bacolod, please do a scorecard for us. How did you classify those other cities na nasa cyber corridor region to qualify? And then they told me there's a BPO scorecard. I said, pa-scorecard kami. Bakit hindi kami nagpa-scorecard? So they they went out of their way to do a scorecarding for Bacolod. And I remember that day, we actually surpassed 90 plus percent yung grade ng Bacolod for the ITBPO next wave cities. So at that time, we created the Bacolod IT Focus Team. And sila din, I also learned it from CICT, now DICT, Now there are four major components of the scorecard. So you have talent, yung workforce quality mo, you have business environment, yung quality of life mo, yung ecosystem mo, and then you have infrastructure, yung IT connectivity and all, and yung IT parks accredited by PESA, and finally, cost of doing business. So pinag-aralan namin yon and we created an ICT council, and eventually, in 2008, meron palang iba pang cities na may ganun na initiative. Mm -hmm. So we, we met in Cebu, there were 10 of us, and uh, Commissioner Mon, Chief Ibrahim was there, Secretary Ray Anthony Rojas Chua of the CICT yeah. then was there. And we created the ICT Confederation, iba pa yung pangalan at that time. But in 2008, we all met again in Iligan City. And that was where the National ICT Confederation of the Philippines was born. And the rest is history. Uh, I became president of the IC of NICT from 2010 to 2012. I had the longest term. You know why? Because that was the time when the CICT was abolished. So mm. we were really lost. We were really lost at that time. Uh, I personally led uh, the signature campaign to create a department of ICT in 2012. So talagang kami. So I think that was also the time when I was known uh, in other provinces and in other cities. But even during those hard times, Mapasi ICT, ICTO, remember na, na, na pa under tayo ng DOST and then eventually the ICT, we were already helping other cities and provinces create their ICT councils. So from 10 ICT councils, I think now we already have almost 100 ICT mm. councils throughout the Philippines. So, so that's how no. I, I became an ICT figure. Ah, uh, actually, um, nabanggit ko nga kanina, Jing, no, na si attorney usually goes around the country, no, helping mm. uh, yung mga LGU set up their own uh, ICT council kasi nga nakita nila uh, yung Bacolod was the model of yes. uh, um, yung ICT council. Uh, tsaka, of course, na, ano, no, uh, attorney Yusel was the one who led the formation of the National ICT Council in the Philippines. Um, 
Tony Giselle, ano ba yung mga memorable? Ay, ano mo? Uh, moments. Memorable moments. Yun. Yung mga, ano yung natatanda mong very significant during your, ano, your, your, pag, yung ano, going around the country. So I also would like to give credit where credit is due. I am just one of the co-founders. Hindi din naman okay. ako na ako lang, no? So okay. uh, we have we have a lot of co-founders very quickly. George Sorio of Clark, Bonnie Belen of Cebu, uh, Rose Ray of Legaspi, uh, Iloilo, I forgot we have a teacher there who was really very active. Now sila Jessra, Joven, Tansi and all. No? So, madami kami. Uh, founders namin, Dumaguete, Cebu, Davao, Cagayan, si Wickhol Gansa of Davao. So, madami. So, we all work together. When it comes to unforgettable moment, talaga, sa totoo lang, I really, really feel very blessed in 2012 when out of several nominees and these are really very deserving nominees. I, I don't know them, but it's always deserving. Yung Eisenhower Fellowships of the Philippines, I was chosen as one of the 20 around the world. 20, 50 countries are part of the Eisenhower Network, but at that time, 20 countries lang yung nakapagpadala. And I was the only one sent from the Philippines. I was, I was able to go to Silicon Valley. So, yun, ang memorable moment ko, I went to DreamWorks, um, I met a lot of people, I went to the Research Triangle uh, in North Carolina, you have the IBM headquarters there, I was so proud to go to the IBM International Headquarters and met 20 Filipinos who oh, are holding, who are holding top positions in the IBM International uh, Center. So talagang pagdating ko, I think of the 20, isa taga Bacolod. So parang talagang napaka-proud. And you know, when when the IBM officers, I met the vice president, the international vice president ng IBM, sabi niya, we, we really are, we are really impressed by the talent, the Filipino talent. Mm. And they really have, they, at that time, they already told me they really have high hopes of uh, the Filipino workforce. But they gave me, uh, the vice president at that time, Mr. Flint, gave me an advice. He, he told me na, your base is your communication skills. But don't stop there. Don't stop there. Hindi pwedeng magaling lang kayo magsalita. You have to go higher. You have to go software. You have to go data analytics. You have to go to the higher, more complex uh, technologies. And use your communication skills and leverage on your communication skills. Diba? So that's when I started to also go into other um, uh, high-level and more high-end uh, industries. I also try to advocate other uh, verticals of the IT sector. Hindi lang contact center, hindi lang BPO, but all the other possibilities in the IT industry na pwede sa, sa Pilipinas. Speaking of jobs, attorney, no? Panina, sinasabi mo, nung nanalo kang konsihal, inihingan ka ng trabaho. But, so, you, you I don't know, you, uh, so you, ano you concentrated on on, on on creating jobs. Sa, sa tingin mo, um, 
uh, how many jobs were you able to help uh, create? So, so far, based on our count at the peak of Bacolod and Negros Occidental, because I'm also very grateful to the province of Negros Occidental, to the late Governor Marañon, uh, because I also collaborated with with the gov with the provincial government on setting up uh, programs for the IT sector, the buong province na. So looking at the uh, the figures, we number to over thirty thousand jobs at mm. our peak. So from All over zero, the Philippines. No, no, for Bacolod and Negros. Bacolod, lang, Bacolod lang. okay. So, because, you know, all over the Philippines currently, I think uh, IBPAP would have the more accurate number. So, probably mga around 1.3 to 1.5 million ang ating IT-enabled jobs in the Philippines today. And uh, at the time, the numbers were very skewed because of around, let's say, 900,000 mga six or seven years ago, only around 20% of that is outside Metro Manila. So when when NICP started and when we propagated and promoted the IT industry uh, in, other, in other cities and municipalities, when we told the cities and municipalities na pwede namang dito, eh, hindi naman talaga tayo nasa Manila lang lahat pupunta. So when we started that, I think the numbers now is around 40 to 50%. Our target is really 50%. So if you talk of around 1.3M, uh, probably around 500,000 of that are already scattered. These jobs are already scattered all over the Philippines, hindi lang sa Metro Manila. So you have Cebu as also a catch basin for a lot of digital jobs. Clark Pampanga is also a cash basin. If you talk of Visayas, we really have competitive cities like Iloilo, Cebu, Dumaguete, even Rojas already is uh, peaking. Uh -oh. So, and then of course, uh, Bacolod. So, uh, for just Bacolod alone, we have around 30,000 jobs uh, at our peak. I say at our peak kasi when the pandemic happens, marami ding lost opportunities. Um, medyo naapektuhan din. Such that, alam mo, Attorney Melvin Jing, such that um, two years ago, thank you to John, to Jomari, uh, to Jomari Mercado because he was the one who really introduced me to the Guatemala BPO Association. Uh, kami ni Jomari, mga two or three years ago, went to Guatemala and I became the main resource speaker of the Guatemala uh, conference kasi yung buong Guatemala, alam mo kung ilan yung BPO jobs nila? 30,000. Buong country yun. Buong country na. Sa, sa, sa atin, bakolod lang yun. Mm. Bakolod lang, no? At, at the time, at the time, yung healing nila, yung request nila kay Domari is find us the person who can help us try to also spread the jobs across Guatemala because the 30,000 in Guatemala was all concentrated in the center, in the Guatemala City Center. Oh, so they also want to consider uh, their tier 2 and tier 3 cities to also be host for digital jobs. So sabi ni Jomari, I think the best person is attorney Giselle. So we went there. I was so, uh, you know, uh, very ecstatic when I met mayors of cities outside of Guatemala. Mga 
mga countryside din yata ng Guatemala. So, I think one of their challenges is really communications because Spanish-speaking sila eh. So, parang sa kanila, almost tertiary language na nila yung Spanish eh. Oo. Oo, secondary tertiary language. And, and to think Guatemala, parang one of the poorest countries ano, no? sa South America yeah. nung mga time na yun. Yeah. That's one that's what of that's one of the key takeaways I learned during my visit there. Unlike other Spanish countries like Mexico mm. where uh, English is actually the language is an official language. Oh, business language. So siguro oo, oh, oh, business language nila. So buti na lang sa Pilipinas kahit inalis na natin yung Spanish, buti na lang din natin inalis yung English. <laughs> kasi kasi mahuhuli pa tayo. Pero kung hindi pa din natin inalis yung Spanish, meron pa tayong isang tertiary market. language na... Oh, may market, market pa tayo, tayo sana, no? isa pang market South America. I remember yung mga New Wave Cities uh, na initiative dati ng CICT. When was Bacolod included in the in those initiatives ng CICT nung araw? Okay, When... that's, a, that's, a, that's a nice question. It will inspire cities who are now watching. So remember, I started to become... I became counselor in 2004. Okay. So, na-include kami doon sa top 10 next wave cities, 2009. So, baho din kami ng 5 years. 2009, kami na-include. So, we started number 5. And then, eventually, in 2012, we became number 3. And then, in 2013 or 14, we were removed from the top 10. and elevated as a center of excellence for mm, IPDM. Yes, oh. mm-hmm. Gina so kayo next wave right eh, no? So right now, I'm, I'm happy to say that we have six IP uh, centers of excellence. You have Metro Manila, Cebu, Bacolod, Clark, Iloilo, and Davao. Yan. And then, of course, I'm happy to also share with all of you, uh, baka na-mention din ito ng mga previous IT advocates in your program, Uh, the Department of YCT now has identified 25 digital cities mm. oh, uh, aside from the six centers of excellence. So ito naman yung mga uh, next wave, parang ito na yung naging next wave cities, 25 na sila. And I'm hoping that they can become really uh, a host or allocation for uh, the next batch of digital jobs that will come to the Philippines. Ayun. Uh, Tony, Uh, dati I was you you ano no you you asked me to become part of the panel of judges for yung ano yung Eagle uh, Awards which I immensely enjoyed no kasi I got exposed to these LGUs na ano na ginagawa nilang ano e-government initiatives nila napakaganda uh, tell us more about how uh, did you uh, start this uh, award uh, for LGUs okay. Yeah, maganda din na initiative yon, and I also owe it to all the officers of NICT who supported that, especially uh, former president of NICT, Mr. George Sorio. At that time, uh, nagta-transition uh, kami. Actually, I was already the president because he was uh, the president before me. Uh, in 2012, I was the president, but we, we sat. together with Yusek Ostir Panadero of uh, the Department of Interior and Local Government. At that time, the secretary was the late Jesse Robredo. And in a meeting, we were actually talking about 
how do we encourage and partner uh, with DILG to to hindi lang yung DICT lang palagi or DTI or DOST. And you know what the DILG said? You know, uh, a big chunk of our ranking in the international index is uh, actually affected by the operations of local government units. When you say uh, ease of doing business, uh, meron tayo diyang business permit, meron tayo diyang building permit, lahat yun, LGU yung nag-i-issue dun eh. So, correct, kahit correct. Anong, oh, so kahit anong galing pa ng national government, mm. maapektuhan pa rin yung overall image natin in the ease of doing business, business because yeah. most, most of the permits are in the local level. Mm. So at that time, we were already talking about strategies. And I think I was one of those, including the other members of NICP who said, bakit hindi natin carrot instead of stick? Bakit instead of i-penalize natin yung LGUs na hindi nagpapadali ng kanilang business transactions? Uh, instead of penalizing them, let's commend those who are doing it better. Mm, yeah. let's, give an, uh, let's give an award or recognize cities, municipalities, and provinces who are leveraging or utilizing di digital platforms to fast-track all these permits. So that's what that's how it started. 2012, NICP uh, entered into a memorandum of agreement with the DILG in Naga. I still remember, mga June uh, of 2012. And then sadly, by November of that year, I think, uh, former DILG secretary, uh, Robredo, died in a plane crash mm -hmm. on the same year that we signed the the, uh, the EGOV MOA. But what happened, uh, Attorney Melvin Jing, was um, through the efforts of NICP and all um, our ICT Council members, we were able to nurture the EGOV awards for seven years until eventually uh, awa ng Diyos, nabuo-buo na rin yung Department of ICT ng Pilipinas. And then they actually offered to us na nahihirapan kayo every year. You're trying to look for sponsors. You're trying to look for judges or whatever. Mahirap, kayo, mahirap sa part nyo kasi you are a volunteer organization sa NICP. So they took over and then they renamed it Digital Cities. And then now, uh, they we actually already call it NICP, the ICT, the ILG initiative as Digital Governance Awards. Digital Governance Awards mm -hmm. na siya. Okay. So, uh, ang inspiring doon is we already surpass more than 150 plus entries every year. Wow. When you, I mean, when you were a judge, I think mga 60 entries lang yun. Pero... Konti lang, konti pa pala yun. <laughs> oh, konti pa, pero mahaba-haba. Kasi oh, we really need to spotlight time on the LGUs. So, you know, this year, um, just trivia, I already acted na as a judge. No longer as an orga organizer. <laughs> uh -oh. Pero I'm thankful to DILG and DICT that they are also acknowledge our efforts. Our current president now is Michael Lim of the Sambuanga ICT Council. Michael is on his second year as president of NICT. I think the council, the, the confederation is doing a good job. Kahit naman na magnetic tayo ngayon, everyone is still active. Yes. Mm -hmm. Alam, 
alam mo jing ano yun, important pillar of sa ano yun, sa countryside development yung NICP oh, yeah. kasi it's important that we ano parang diffuse ba yung word or we we spread the the ano the ICT development ICT hmm. sector outside of the big cities like Manila, Manila and Cebu, Cebu yes, and Davao. Oh. Yun naman talaga dapat eh, ever since. Eh. Napakaswerte rin nga natin na hindi, ano, no, hindi yung nagka-pandemic at saka pa lang natin ito ginagawa. Kung hindi nagawa na natin ito before pa lang nagka-pandemic. Kasi kailangan pala natin yung digital transformation. Continuing yan eh. Continuous eh. At matagal ilatag. Isipin mo na lang kung lahat ng mga tao nasa cities nasa big cities lang like Manila, Cebu and Davao, 'di ba? Parang uh, traffic and everything. Pero nakita naman natin during the pandemic, kaya naman eh. Oh, yes, ng, kaya. Ano eh, ng, kaya. True kasi ano nag, eh, true. Kasi nag-start na tayo matagal na eh. Kasi kahit na sabihin mo like for example, no, yung mga BPO, yung mga nagtatrabaho lang doon nang may alam about digital. Nung nasa labas na sila ng mga opisina nila, nagagamit nila yon yung, yung knowledge na yun. Nagamit din nila outside their offices. So, by the time nga nangyari itong ano, no, pandemic na kailangan na talagang to be digital everyone. Everyone, hindi naman lahat, pero, pero a lot of kids, a lot of people were already ready for it. A big in digital transformation of their power. Mm. Atoni Giselle... Nahirapan ano, lang yung konti yung may mga edad, pero nag-focus din sila. Mm. Ato, gisalin yung bang nasa likod mo? That's in Bacolod? <laughs> well, this is actually uh, you know, a virtual thing. So, ah, yung okay. ano ko, yung yung I always carry my advocacy now which is design thinking. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, you know, marami tayong na-discovery this last 12 months because of the pandemic na nabuhay yung ano ko, yung right brain ko. Attorney Melvin, for many years, for more than four decades, wag na natin sabihin yung mga edad, for more than, for more than four decades, I, I feel that it's always my right, uh, uh, left, left brain who is taking control. But now, because of the pandemic, nabuhay yung right brain ko, naging creative ako, uh, I have a chance now to sketch and to design posters and graphics for organizations that I work with. In fact, uh, medyo meron akong projects na design ng posters na medyo nababayaran na rin ako. Kaya, wow. <laughs> kaya feeling ko, kuminsan naiilang sila kasi alam nila attorney ako. Pero okay lang yun kasi we all have our artist side. So, yun pala, uh, as leaders, we have to also use a right brain oh, yeah. to really make decisions. So that, uh, in a simple terms, is what we call design thinking. Okay. So yung design thinking, marami tayong mga problema, not only for personal for our personal life, but also for LGU level, for for corporate level, na hindi siya na susolusyonan ng numero, tsaka ng mga words. It has to be uh, insights. It has to be values. Okay? So, yun yung pangalan ng aking advocacy. The Design Thinking Factory. So, oh. you know my, reali- oh, so you know my realization now at my age is I've always been a design thinker since I was in college. 
Kasi when I am a leader, I always design solutions and strategies based on the inputs of my members. Yung mga constituents ko. Kasi kung leader ka at akala mo ikaw lang yung matalino, ikaw lang talaga nagdidikta ko ano ang solusyon. Pero tapos, marirealize mo, parang mali yung solusyon ko. Parang hindi nag-work. Kasi hindi naman akma sa kailangan ng mga members. So, that is design thinking. I did I just did not call it before design thinking. But now, I, I had the chance to uh, grow and develop that discipline in myself. And awa din naman ng Diyos, uh, I was given a chance to lecture by the Development Academy of the Philippines or DAP on design thinking for governance. So, last year, kahit sa pandemic, nagkaroon kami ng mga lessons, yung mga studyante ko, mga counselor, mga vice mayor, sa ibang lugar. And we, we taught them about design thinking, which is basically just consulting your constituents and knowing the problems. And then, of course, adding value and innovation. Kahit na ano naman yung problema natin ngayon, we really have to innovate and think out of the box. So, yun yung pangalan sa likod, design thinking. Baka hindi mo oh, lang alam, it was already working behind the scene the whole year, the whole, ano, mga decades na of working with with uh, with yeah. government and everything. Hindi mo lang alam that it was already functioning. Ngayon lang talaga lumabas. Correct. Nakatulong talaga. Ngayon lang talaga. Oo. Mm-hmm. I think that is my, that is one of the skills I'm very proud of. I am able, when I listen to, let's say, five, six people in the room, and they do not seem to agree with each other, I come in the middle and try to design a strategy na acceptable sa kanilang lima. Kasi makikita nila na yung suggestion nila nandun lahat sa plato. Diba? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. May isang comment dito, uh, attorney, si Ken Liboon Apolinario, sabi niya, inspiring on how to be creative regardless of age and status in life. Oh, yes. Ay, sabi niya. <laughs> yes, we have Ayan. to be creative. We should not stop being creative. You know, I'd like to share with all your viewers, there are four important skills in the 21st century. Kung tayo, regardless of age, gusto nating mag-thrive in the 21st century. So we have to have empathy. Empathy, yung, alam mo yon yung nafe-feel natin kung ano nafe-feel yeah. ng iba para yeah. maging effective. Critical thinking, we should always try to analyze and think na meron pang pwedeng gawin. And then you have uh, collaboration. No? Ang importante, we can work with others. And the most important is creativity. Dapat, dapat ilabas natin yung creativity natin. Lahat tayo mayroong degree of creativity. Kaya lang, sinusuppress natin yun kasi gusto natin. Dinumero, alam mo yun. So, we have to, ano, we have to bring out our creativity. Kaya yung iba, sa pagiging plantita or plantito. Doon nila nilalagay. Sa pagluluto. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yun na yun. Actually, hindi oh. lang na-realize sa mga tao, yun na yun. Oh. May creativity na gusto nila lumabas. Tama. Ayun. Uh, Ayun. Jing, alam mo, kailangan natin ng isang uh, ano eh, uh, ICT develop, ICT in the countryside uh, champion sa gobyerno. Kaya, sana pag ano, mapoint to si attorney no. Jose Sama, sana. Yun, yun dapat ang mapoint sa ICT. Gusto ko i-mention, hindi ko alam kung yung yung bako, yung si attorney Jose ang swerte o yung bakolod ang swerte. Pero nag-meet ano, eh. Nag- eh. Oh. Diba? At right time at the right place. 
He was no. there when kailangan yung mga ideas and initiatives niya. At doon sumusulong pa lang yung ICT development sa countryside. And, oh. he was, and she was there. No, tsaka litag da, da, right parang dynamo to si ano, si Ator, <laughs> parang en, ano, energizer bunny. Talagang go-go-go lagi. Ayan. Alam, Ayan. alam mo, alam mo, yung during my downtime, I also also have time to... For ah, may downtime ka talaga, Ator. <laughs> <laughs> so, yung da, alam mo yung downtime ko, uh, kain, of course, <laughs> At saka... Dara pa naman pagkain sa Bacolod. Oo, oh, tama. Oh. Joe Mari, gustong-gusto niya yan. Actually, before we went to the show, nagpo-post siya sa mga anong mga pagkain ng Bacolod. Yung isa is watching K-drama. Yun din, mahilig din ako doon. And of course, sketching and uh, and painting. But going back very quickly to your point, uh, Attorney Melvin Jing, no? yung, yung countryside. You know, this is not really about a battle between the metropolis and the countryside. It's actually trying to utilize yung buong kwersa ng Pilipinas. Wow. Alam mo yun? That's, yeah. Alam mo yun? Yeah, oh, kasi, yeah, yeah. kasi halimbawa, kung tataya ka sa Pilipinas at tataya ka lang sa Manila, eh, pag ganun, matatalo tayo. Eh, sobrang lakas ng hukbo ng buong Pilipinas. If you talk of manpower and talent, 70% of the graduates of our country are found outside of Metro Manila. So, yung mga talents nandito siya sa iba-ibang lugar. So, sana ang dream ko for the Philippines is we, we look at the example of other countries like South Korea na every area may may ano siya may niche halimbawa shipbuilding ikaw yon uh, IT ikaw yon banking capital ikaw yon so dapat ganun tingnan yung uh, potential ng bawat probinsya kasi madami madami yayaman yung Pilipinas kung lahat ng probinsya ay magtutulong-tulong tayong lahat actually jing ako probinsya ano rin ako eh Mm-hmm. Uh, although si Jing probinsya, may probinsya rin, pero dito ko na lumaki, di ba? Yes. Uh-huh. Pero, alam mo, na ang daming mag- magagaling sa probinsya. O oh, naman. Wal- walang may monopoly na ano, walang monopoly ng uh, knowledge, skills sa, ano, sa cities. Oh. Ano lang kasi, hindi lang kasi nabigyan ng opportunity. I, actually, after 86, yun talaga yung nasahang ko. Na, like, for example, nung they were ano they, they were parang planning uh, subic to be the next Hong Kong kasi di ba oh. 97 oh. sabi yung Hong Kong nebabalik sa Japan tapos parang yun ang pangarap kasi I was already ano no parang wow sana magkatotoo para may, may iba magkaroon ng hindi magconcentrate lahat kasi nangyari nung after nung pinatubo eruption manila lahat nagtakbuhan ng mga tao natutulay <laughs> yeah, yung mga tao dito nagpuntahan eh tapos wala silang wala silang ano wala silang trabaho wala silang mga opportunity, magandang kailangan talaga may oportunidad sa lahat ng lugar, hindi lang sa yeah. hindi lang sa Bacolod, hindi lang sa Iloilo, lalo na hindi lang dapat sa Manila at sa Cebu and Davao. Yun yun eh. Mm-hmm. Correct. And just like that, wala na tayong oras. Oh, so, nga, no? let's, gi- let's give the floor to ano to Attorney Giselle if you still have uh, some message message to mm-hmm. to give our viewers, Attorney. Let's inspire our listeners. Uh-huh. Yes, oo, una sa lahat, thank you very much sa opportunity na to. Parang nagulat naman ako. I was preparing to join your show tonight to talk about women's rights and women laws, no? But I'm also always available there. That's what I 
I failed to mention earlier my advocacy for women. Mm. When I was trying to pray to the Lord, when I was taking the bar, I said that is going to be yung pangbayad ko po sa sa pagpapapasa niya sa akin sa bar. I will give my pro bono service to rape victims. Hanggang ngayon, we also Thank do you. that. Thank Oo. You. I do that together with my husband. Nako, yung husband ko, buti na lang, attorney siya, lalaki, pero ma, ma, ano din siya, gusto niya rin tumulong sa mga abused women. So, buti na lang, sir. Thank you. Ako, no? Thank you for... Uh... So, thank you very much for this opportunity. And sana maraming lessons na na-learn yung mga viewers nyo. So, to both of you, keep going, keep doing what you're doing, helping the countryside. Maraming salamat po. Okay, thank you very much, Attorney Giselle Batapa. Sige, a great believer in the countryside, ICT countryside development. Jing, basahin lang natin yung ano. Sige, sige, shoutout na yung mga nandyan. Shoutout sa si Rick Valera. Sabi niya, grabe pinagdaanan niyo ma'am, may mission pa ba kayo? Kaya hindi pa kayo... Ano ba yun? Very inspiring daw, sabi niya. Si Gail Cruz Makapagal, isa rin uh, lady executive, sabi niya, hi, Giselle Jing and Melvin, si uh, Josa Matet, uh, Alvin Pingol, si uh, Alex Fuentes. Alex Fuentes, yan. Oo, taga-Bacolod to, sabi mm -hmm. niya. Si watching here in ba City of Smile, yeah. Bacolod. Uh, si Michael Lance, sabi niya, happy, happy, We International Women's Month, Attorney Giselle, sabi niya. Si Jomari Mercado, of course. Si Cabo ng Weteng. Si Mel Dominguez. Ayun. Okay, maraming po salamat sa lahat ng mga nakinig at nanood sa ating episode for today. Happy International Women's Day, day last March 8. Mabuhay po ang kababaihan. Mabuhay ang... Man, last Monday pala, sorry. Last Monday. Monday ba yun? Uh, Women's uh, Day, yes. And of oh. course, we also celebrate this the whole month dito sa... Next Sabado at sa in-between. Kaya po puro bibigyan natin mga chance ng chance yung ating mga lalo na yung mga ano no mga may IT advocate uh, Yes, oo. Oh. Katuwang natin sila sa ating lahat yes. ng bagay. Oh. Sa continuing yeah. digital transformation ng ating bansa kasamang kasama natin lahat. Okay. Okay, Jing. Yes. Jing Garcia po ng Next Sabado. Thank you again, Tony Giselle. And of course, huwag niyo pong kalimutan, text Sabado sa darating na Sabado, alas 8 din po yan ng gabi. Like and follow niyo pong aming mga social media pages, facebook.com slash techsabado at facebook.com slash newsbytesph. Sa Twitter din po kami at techsabado at newsbytesph. Sa mga nanonood sa amin sa, sa techsabado at in-between sa YouTube channel namin, please, uh, please give us a thumbs up. Kung nagustuhan niyo po ang aming programa at i-click niyo po ang subscribe button below ng aming video. And of course, may notification bell. Kasi niyo po yan para po ma-alert agad kayo ng mga bagong video uploads namin dito sa aming TechSabado YouTube channel. Of course, ang aming website, techsabado.com at newsbyte.ph. Comment ko lang sa ating mga viewers. Don't forget to send and show your support sa in-between sa TechSabado. May link po sa amin sa Facebook post namin at sa ababa po nitong kung paano nyo po ito yung gagawin i-follow nyo lang po yung link also itong programa na to with attorney Giselle nasa podcast po to by Friday sa Spotify maraming maraming salamat PLGT Smart Group Corporate Communications Team for their continuing support thank you MSI AMD for the support on our tech news website techsabado.com and of course XP for the support
record on our weekly streaming. Okay, huwag niyo po kalimutan sa Sabado ha, next Sabado, next week, next week ulit para sa In Between. Wear a mask, stay home, stay safe. Maraming maraming salamat po and good evening sa inyong lahat. Thank you.